So this was a sad thing that I saw on Twitter from Tyler Glale. In case you're wondering why the classic game dev advice is always make and release a bunch of small projects first before jumping into a big one, this is why. So this is a Reddit post. I made a game for three years and only sold $143 in three months. What should I do now? I spent three years, two years in college, developing a 3D stylized action rogue light game. I know how this is set. Colaire. It was released as an early access game on Steam three months ago. I received two negative reviews at the beginning. The initial release did have some issues with controller navigation and lacked some quality flat features, as one of the reviews mentioned. However, I fixed all of these issues very quickly, within one to two days. Unfortunately, this did not prevent the game's visibility from declining. I decided to take a step back and look at my game objectively. I thought that if I added more features, such as multiplayer, new abilities, new and new maps, the game would be more successful. Over the next three months, I updated the game nearly every day. I fixed many of the issues that were present in the initial release, and I added multiplayer, co-op, new abilities, relics, enemies, a redesigned boss fight, and new dungeons, both art assets and algorithms. I also remade the player character, which now looks better than ever. Despite all these updates, I've only made one sale per week or two. This tweet got 60,000 likes and 6 million views. That's just impressions. They don't mean that much on Twitter, but like, I'm just saying this has got a significant amount of people seeing this. Let me check on the game now. It says Peak Players 4. I don't think it has led a lot of people to buy this game. It's got 12 reviews. Let's take a look at this trailer. This is a terrible trailer. Text didn't stay on screen long enough for it to really be read. Uh, yeah. Th this text is going way too fast. Yeah, this. What? I think the music kind of overwhelms the game. I don't think it was a Vega trailer. So despite all this attention that this post got, it's still not getting sales. As I often say, attention doesn't necessarily translate to you achieving a particular goal. Because obviously the context in which this is being talked about is this person has failed in this. It doesn't sell the game. It doesn't sell the product in some way. It doesn't explain why you should spend your money on it. Exposure is not always fruitful. This game sucks. The design is horrendous. All the enemies are recycled throughout the game's areas and aren't very fun to fight. A lot of the comments are positive though. Just more, more recent ones. The reason why I took note of this is because this is the same advice that people give for YouTubers as well. Don't spend six months creating one project and then putting it on YouTube, having it get 10 views and then be very disappointed. Make a lot of stuff. Make big projects and small projects. Develop your skills over time. Could you imagine if you got to YouTube and spent three years on a video and released it and it got nothing? Same principle. At least on YouTube, there is constantly people searching around for new stuff. A person might watch 10 videos a day, 20 videos a day, 100 in a week. While if you find a good game to play from Steam, you might play that one game for the next six months. There just aren't as many people on Steam wandering around the lower levels of Steam trying to find that new hidden gem amongst all the garbage. Steam's algorithms are just not as powerful as YouTube's. 
It's why external exposure for your game is so much more important on Steam than YouTube, because YouTube, of course, you're releasing so many more things so much more rapidly, and you can get native exposure, which is the most important thing. Ultimately, though, if this game was good, do you think it would have popped off? How many really, really good games, how many Baldur's Gate 3s are there on Steam not getting noticed? I honestly think there's probably a lot of decent games on Steam that never get noticed because they're not really necessary. But I doubt there's any games that are like mind-blowingly amazing. Like when you're small, you need something truly spectacular to stand out. When you're large, you can get by with just okay. Whatever the case may be, sad story. They're spending three years on your first project or whatever. It's kind of setting yourself up for failure. To be fair though, this person was in college for two of these years. They were clearly doing other things with their life and potentially now getting this experience with this game, they would learn from their mistakes and can go on and make something even better. It's just a long time to have that one failure. It would be a learning experience, but generally speaking, you want a learning experience that you can do in a couple of months. <laughs> games take a long time to make, Matt. Comparing them to YouTube videos is silly. Not all games take a long time, a long time to make. It's why they have like game jams where over a weekend, a small team of people are meant to put together a game. They, they have challenges in, in game dev circles where you ha you're given particular limits, time, resources, or whatever, and you're meant to put together a game. Some games obviously take a long time to make, but not all games. Obviously, when it comes to the amount of time to develop the game, it, it's often dependent upon how big a scope the game is. If you need to make just one level in a game, it's not going to take you three years. And of course, not all YouTube videos take a, a small amount of time either. There are YouTube videos that legitimately take six months of just working every single day. I, I myself have had, pro have had projects that have taken months and I have worked on them every single day. <laughs> and obviously the sort of content I make on YouTube is not the most difficult on the platform. You have a following too? Yes. By already being successful, I can do things that as a small creator would be very stupid to do. It doesn't mean necessarily spending months on a project is the best use of my time, but I can do that knowing that I'm going to get something for it. Steam has no discoverability and small devs are 100% reliant on streamers to get noticed. It's not just streamers. And Steam does have some discoverability. It's just there's so much stuff on Steam and not many people, at least relative to other platforms, searching for the for games. This actually relates to another ramble I was going to do, but I haven't done yet. But the barriers to entry for a game are much higher than they are for a YouTube video. It's why you have to be more sold on the concept before you're willing to engage. If you're on YouTube and you see a thumbnail and a title and you go, this might be interesting. You click it, you watch for 10 seconds and go, nah, that's not too interesting. And you leave. What have, what have you lost? You've lost 10 seconds. But if you see a game and it might be interesting, what, have you have, what do you have to do now? Like download the game. It might be many gigs. Like how good is your internet? You've, you've got to install it. How fast is your PC? Do you even have the right parts to play it? You've got to troubleshoot potentially errors and stuff that might pop up when you start to play it. Get the right resolutions. Put your graphics settings so it works on your system well. Then you get into the game and then there's a tutorial. You got to learn through the tutorial. It takes additional time. Well, tutorial, half an hour, hour sometimes. You, you got to learn all the small mechanics before you finally get into the game and you go, I don't like this. And potentially at that point, you've already invested 10, 30, 45, $60. If you've played for less than two hours, you can get a refund. Sure, but you might not be able to get a refund if you play it for a little bit longer than that, right? Like you're investing a lot of time, energy, and money into getting a game that might be shit. So you can see why on YouTube, people are more willing to try new things, but on Steam, who the hell wants to search for something that's garbage, dive into it, and waste an entire day on something that's garbage? No one. It's why 
streamers, YouTube videos, not, not just streamers, of course, it's anything that can sell a game as worth the time matters for games. Even just word of mouth from a friend being like, oh yeah, man, I played it, it was great. You just give it a go. That That is more important than like anything else. It is much harder to stumble across a game naturally by yourself and think it worth your time compared to getting it shown to you in a way that makes it seem interesting. Because at that point, you're more likely to spend uh, the time on it. The crap to gold ratio is ridiculous on Steam in the same way that it is on YouTube. YouTube has a billion videos, but the overwhelming vast majority of them are shit. And so it has a good algorithm that can weed out a lot of that shit. It is unfortunate that, of course, it's going to weed out some of the good stuff as well. But that's just the problem when most of what is thrown up on the internet is garbage. Like how many years of making YouTube videos did I have to go through before I made something that today I would consider good? Years, hundreds of videos. <laughs> As a person who often looks for editors and I have them send me their channels, that uh, videos that they've made, I can look at them and go, all these videos are shit. They're the same shit that I made, that all new people make when you don't know what you're doing but you're passionate and you like making stuff. And so you just throw it out on YouTube without any real expectation that people will like it or even understand it. And that's a lot of what's on YouTube. <laughs> and I look at this and go, oh, you are not at a level yet where you can help me, but thanks for your time. Why create something bad when you can create nothing at all? Less effort, less disappointment. Because if you don't create bad things, then you're never gonna create something good. You gotta be willing to make bad things if you wanna get to the point where you can do something good. We talk about all this, but the trailer for that game we just looked at, Collar, it wasn't a very good trailer. Any person who comes to that game, the small portion of people who do look for new games on Steam just by looking around in early access and whatnot, if they saw that trailer, none of them would be interested. It doesn't sell the idea of something that people haven't seen before. It doesn't sell the idea that this is worth your time to invest into. And often that's the case with a lot of YouTube videos as well. I've run across YouTube videos that are stylistically amazing, but they will spend the first 10, 15, 20 seconds doing absolutely nothing. So no one who clicks on the video will spend enough time to get involved in the video get invested so they can see all the other good stuff. They will just go, well, this is boring for the first 15 seconds, fuck it, and they leave. It is a hard thing to market, market something to, to people who are barely interested, barely paying attention. Especially when you're small, the amount of people who will discover you naturally is so low that you need to present yourself very strongly in a very captivating way to grab as many of those people as possible. And if you can't do that, you're always gonna be small. For all we know, the game is great. Making something good isn't enough, if you can't convince other people that it's worth their time to find that out. Stop! Now that I have your attention, hit the like and subscribe button. Thank you. I wish you all the best.